last week we were talking, Seamus, when I said I've never heard of Travis Scott, I thought you guys were going to say I was insane, but you've never heard of him either, right? Well, there's a reason for it, and I'm going to shit on Travis Scott, and I don't mind doing it either because I think he's a terrible human being, which we will cover in great detail on the show. But Travis Scott, and now this is, I can't confirm or deny this. This is stuff that I read online. The sources are unconfirmed, but from what I have heard, is that, and this makes a lot of sense because who the fuck had even heard of Travis Scott? He rose to fame by uploading clips of his music to like a sound stream or one of those websites that we use to get audio clips. And he set up an auto click software to make it look like people were downloading his songs. So when he promoted his songs to a record label, they saw all this activity. It was all fake, it was all him. So his first record deal that he ever got was based on total fabrication of popularity. Nobody had ever heard of him before. So he kind of snuck through the back door of fame, and then it just kind of took off. I don't get it. It's not my cup of tea, but what do I know? I'm an old white guy, 42 years old. I don't I don't <laughs> listen to guys singing into auto-tune boxes. and A little teaser here. <laughs> on this episode we're doing right now on Travis Scott, I'll leave it for the end. I contacted Dave Weiss to get his input, and it's pretty interesting what he thinks about this Travis Scott incident. Well, no doubt he'll be a champion of the Travis Scott conspiracy and all things related to Travis Scott and know more than all of us and know the real truth behind it. And it'll just be a coincidence that only Dave knows the real truth behind <laughs> what really happened at Astro World and the shape of the earth and what happened at 9-11 and that Elon Musk is really a robot and the Boston Massacre didn't happen. <laughs> and um, wait, what am I missing? an interesting topic uh, we're talking about the controversial astral world festival and travis scott do you guys know who he is well we just covered it for a, a, a moment we're not huge travis scott fans but we've become more knowledgeable of travis scott's background as a result of this tragedy that occurred on friday november 5th for anyone living under a rock Travis Scott is the founder and originator of the Astro World Festival that has been taking place each year starting from 2018. It was canceled in 2020 as a result of COVID and I guess all of the anticipation of, of this rescheduled event uh, kind of culminated to a head on this latest rendition. Now, Jedi, what happened that kind of brought about the tragedy that we know as the Astro World tragedy? Well, I believe that, you know, this concert, it was about, what, 50,000 people and uh, 10 people died. He didn't stop the performance, even though people were passing out. And first of all, Travis Scott, that's not even his real name. His real Ooh. name is Jacques Berman Webster II. His He's real name is Dave White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because basically, Travis Scott thinks of himself as a magician, so they have to take on that fake name. He thinks of himself well, as a magician? Yeah, because a magician, you would think a magician is someone who does tricks. But it's basically, if you can get people under your spell, you're technically a magician. And you know all these people that go to these shows are basically under a spell. And they're all crazed lunatics. Because even if it's Travis Scott, Kanye West, Taylor Swift, people worship these people way, way too much, don't you think? Oh, yes, absolutely. I agree. Well, so, I mean, people were crushed in this concert, and it's not the first time that people have been crushed in a concert. I mean, this isn't unique to Travis Scott. It's not unique to 2021. Let's jump into our portal for a minute and go back in time. I want to take you back to December 3rd, 1979, back in Cincinnati, Ohio, the Riverfront Coliseum, now known as the Heritage Bank Center. The Who was scheduled to perform there. A radio station told everyone that there was a general admission was going to be let in at uh, five o'clock. People began filing in around three or so. A door opened up on the right part of the front of the entrance. 
people began coming in, but it wasn't officially open to the public. It was just somebody had opened a door and a funnel began to form into this one door with all of these people. And for a while, it was just a little bit of a commotion. And then one of the sound techs did some equipment testing and people thought the who had started to perform and they began to rush into that small door and 11 people were killed. As a result, the band and its promoters and the venue were all sued. It was 1979, though, so they weren't sued for $750 million, which is what Travis Scott and his people are being sued for right now. But they were sued and awarded damages. Each one of them uh, received about 150000 which would only be about three hundred and eighty nine K today, which is a lot mm-hmm. lower than the individual lawsuits, especially for the deaths that had happened. But the aftermath of that concert, it was pretty significant concerts like in uh, Rhode Island. Uh, Mayor Cianci canceled a, a performance that was scheduled to happen after that. A couple other cities uh, banned any sort of festival like concerts without assigned seating. So that's that's not the part that's different. The part that's unique about this particular incident. There's a couple angles, but for me, it is the knowledge and intent that this was a dangerous situation and that Travis Scott escalated it, knew about it, and did nothing to prevent it. That's kind of the crux of the conversation right now. That's the part that he's denying, and he's denying it in the face of just like a mountain of evidence to the contrary. Right. And not only were they not safe, they had 5,000 extra people come in than capacity would hold. And then I think he said on his Instagram something like, oh, even if you don't get a ticket, we'll find a way to sneak it in. So this was not safe. No, not at all. And he promotes violence at his shows. He's got a history of egging on violence. In 2015, he was found guilty of um, reckless conduct in disorderly conduct after fans had rushed the stage, leaving one fan paralyzed. He encouraged a fan to jump off of a balcony in 2017 and was also charged with reckless conduct and disorderly conduct as a result of that. Actually, that was the fan that was paralyzed. Sorry. There there were fans that were injured in 2015. There was a fan that was paralyzed in 2017. We actually have a clip. Joe, can you play that clip? I see you. Hold on. Turn the lights on. I see you, bro. You gonna do it? Give me, give me, give me eighteen real quick. I see you, bro. Are you gonna do it? Joe, pause it right here. This, this is insane. Off the balcony. Yeah. Oh, absolutely insane. He's hanging off the balcony. He's dancing, and it's in the middle of a song. And all the fans around him—they're all egging him on. You know, jump, jump, jump. And Travis stops the music, sees him, and says, "Hey, I see you, but are you gonna do it?" Are you going to do it? Come on. Play the rest of the clip. He encourages him to jump off, and the kid ends up jumping off of the balcony. And when he lands, he lands uh, a paraplegic. He's no longer uh, walking. scared he jumps out into the crowd he lands on the ground everybody's dancing around they're celebrating it's so fucking fun yeah this guy is a complete pile of dog shit that guy's a paraplegic and travis scott just goes on living his life like nothing happens goes on marrying kardashians and promoting his bullshit music on Fortnite and printing money like there's no tomorrow and hosting a uh, festival in his name where he's lauded as some type of a god let's let's talk about the festival first of all so the festival the way it was set up the theme the imagery everything around it It's lending itself to conspiracy theories floating all over the internet. You know, we have to get into the conspiracy angle. I mean, this is a conspiracy show. So we will just preface this as saying these are baseless claims for now. Obviously, there's no proof it was intentional that there are satanic or demonic uh, ritualistic what am I trying to say? Uh, it's Blood not confirmed. He's possessed by possessed yeah. by yeah. demons and all that stuff. We don't know that, but it, there's there's a mountain of evidence to suggest that the theme of this concert was supposed to replicate the portal into hell. And right. talk about that a little bit, Todd. 
So, Joe, do you have the poster? I'll, I'll describe everything on this poster, the, this poster right here. Describe so that let's poster take a look. for the people at, at listening. Right. So if I talk about one specific thing in this poster, it would sound kind of ridiculous. But when you put everything together, it kind of adds up that there could be something sinister about this. So we get the, uh, we get the third eye in the hands. Do you see the third eye? Yep. So this is kind of right up my alley with like the pineal gland, because that has a lot to do with when you have, not that I've ever had it, but like DMT, dimethyltryptamine and mushrooms. Because when you're a magician, a lot of the magicians think they can separate their physical body and go into this kind of like little realm. So that has to do with the third eye and the hands. Now, if you look at the right and the left. So the third eye, you see the third eye in the hand. I'm just saying that's where it's located. You see the two hands. Yeah, isn't there a character where he's got uh, eyes on the hands and he eats children? Isn't there some sort of a demonic character either? In, yeah, in, uh, what? I don't know exactly who it is, but I know what you mean. So yeah, yeah. that everything in here is going to have to kind of do it demons. So on the right and the left, you see how it says, see you on the other side, actually on the right hand side. That was the theme of the show. And that's what he had. That's what was playing in the background. See you on the other side. Yeah, so it's on the top, the bottom, and it was on the stage. And that could mean you're going into another realm. Could be a place with demons, kind of like an Alice in Wonderland when she looked through the looking glass. So that could mean anything. And if you look, you see the portal. Do you see how it shows the person walking through the portal? Just like the entrance of Astral World. Yeah, exactly. Walking through his mouth. And it says, open your eyes to a whole new universe. So you see the guy walking through the portal into a new realm. And when they arrive in Astral World, you saw the little thing behind me on my little screen here. They walk through Travis Scott's mouth to get in. So when you're walking through the mouth, it's kind of like you could be walking to the other side where death could await you. That's well, so one of the conspiracies. Was an upside down cross. Is that true? That the stage was an upside-down cross? That was the shape of the stage, right. Right, and Travis Scott has worn stuff like that, uh, some shirts and stuff that had the satanic thing, and um, I think there was a show where he was shown burning, so a lot of things have to do with hell. Now, if you look at the pyramid-shaped thing on the bottom underneath his hands... You can't have a conspiracy without a pyramid. We've covered that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So... (laughs) That looks like the pyramid in uh, Chichen Itza. That is in Mexico, in the city of Yucatan. Joe, do you have the side-by-side look at the pyramid on here with the Chichen Itza? Wow, you say Chichen Itza so so readily. <laughs> You've been practicing your Chichen Itza all day long. I'm very impressed. So basically, Chichen Itza was a place where the, the Mayans were in probably, I think, between 200 and 800 AD, and they would do rituals where they would do human sacrifices. And if we went there now, Seamus, remember the last time we went spelunking? Oh, in the portal. Yeah. No, the the, the cave diving. If you looked in the caves oh. in Chichen Itza, you could find human remains. Like if you found a space in one of the caves to go in because they've been covered up, they did human sacrifices for the gods. And they say now the modern day gods are rappers. So who's to say that we're not still doing sacrifices like that? So, so that's kind of the parallel that he's trying to draw potentially. So... If you look at the images from the concert, you'll notice that he had a T-shirt with the image that you've actually got on the screen or had on yeah. the screen with humans, uh, not, like a, not the, the shape of human beings walking through a door uh, as like blue solid figures and then coming through on flames with horns. So there's, there's, some, there's some kind of imagery saying that you're going through the portal and coming into hell. And and when he began his concert, there's a dove, right? There's a dove yeah, the, on fire yeah. representing the soul. So there's a, just a lot of parallels. There were eight flames. There's some parallel there, eight flames. Is that something that you read about as well? Yeah, the dove, again, that represents some type of thing with demons. And one more thing in this poster, the spiral above the Chichen Itza, that could Chichen. represent... That could represent the entrance to a new dimension or a new world. And the album that Travis Scott is working on is called Utopia, the New World. And there's also a spiral in the word Astroworld on the O. So, like I said, if I had pinpointed one thing, it sounds kind of wacky. But if you put them all together, I mean, there could be something there. There could not. It's just kind of crazy. 
I mean, there's just so many instances of demonic imagery that can be pointed to and confirmed. I mean, you can see that like in, in uh, ancient Greek mythology, there are all these examples of, of images that he used, like the dove on fire. You said the portal, the eyes and the hands, all of that stuff is is meant to draw out this um, demonic ritual vibe, I guess. And, and it's been suggested that since it was his girlfriend Kylie Jenner's birthday, that potentially this was a human sacrifice to her. Could that be? I mean, I guess. And they say the sacrifices, the blood gives the gods energy. So they're saying, why couldn't it still be like this, even though we're, it's a lot more modern than it was? Is he a demon worshiper? Maybe. Is he a fucking yeah. asshole? Definitely. No question about it. There are clips that you can find where he can see an ambulance. And that ambulance that comes into the forefront of the show and stops the show momentarily is going to end up being the smoking gun, I think, mm. in this Travis Scott civil lawsuit. Maybe even criminal charges could be brought. Uh, he definitely knew. He, he's claiming that he didn't know. He 100% knew that the show was raging out of control and not only did nothing about it, but what you said earlier, he said, I want to make the ground shake and began performing and kept performing for 38 minutes yeah. after the situation was declared a mass casualty event by the Houston Police Department. And Joe, I was going to send you. Oh, I think there goes Jedi. Oh, hi, Jedi. Jedi was at the seagulls. beach, by the way. It's very possible yeah. that, um, yeah. that her laptop eroded through salt water. It's Joe, I was I was gonna send you the clip, but it's almost it's too disturbing. It's the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. Um, when I thought about the crowds and getting crushed by crowds, the first thing that pops into my mind every time is the station nightclub fire in Rhode Island. Oh, oh yeah. God! If, if if anyone's listening right now and they want to, it's still on. I don't even know why it's on YouTube. It's so disturbing. Oh, we're not quickly. Playing that. Nah, no, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm just saying. Audio of people burning alive. I don't even know that that's no, necessarily but, a, a parallel here. But you watch the video to that. It's the fire starts. They're playing the pyrotechnics that catches them fire, and people are calmly walking for the door. And the people are at the exit, and you can see them at the edge, and they can't get out because people are on top of them. And they just burn alive. It happens so but fast. Not, yeah, no, I, I know, I know what you're talking about. I, I actually almost fell victim to a, a similar situation not not with fire but i was at the uh, metallica show and corn had opened up for him and i had gotten down into the general admission area and like five seconds into the first song got the life i got the shit knocked out of me and uh God. went to the ground as soon as you go down in a mosh pit yeah. it's fucking scary because it's a chain reaction it's it's one person after another after another after another landing on top of you you can't move you can't breathe and if nobody helps you up, there's no way, there's no space for you to maneuver your body to get back to your feet. So you're just stuck there getting getting squashed. I remember I saw some guy's big cowboy belt buckle. I'll never forget it. It's a big belt buckle. I just grabbed onto it. I'm, I'm going to pull this fucking guy's pants off or he's going to help me up. And the guy grabbed me by the arm, hoisted me up. I could barely move. I couldn't breathe. Totally dehydrated, about to pass out. Mm. And they crowd surfed me out. So it happens fast. You know, that yeah. was probably the span of about maybe a, a minute tops. Might have been 30 seconds that that whole ordeal happened. It, so you can yeah. totally, I can totally understand how these things happen. Todd, real quick, I, I, I know obviously we're all kind of local to uh, Rhode Island and the station. I mean, there was a big conspiracy with that. And, really? and a big cover up. Yeah. Uh, on, on Ivy League Murders, which is another one of our shows, Scott James guessed it. He wrote a book called Trial by Fire and he gets into. There was a lot of shenanigans going on. The guys that own that club, there's it's a fascinating story if anybody's interested. Yeah. So I did move over. So if anyone's watching YouTube, this is the thing that they had to walk through Travis Scott's malt to get into Astro World. So hopefully that's the last we ever hear of Astro World. Yeah. The thing I wanted to say to you, so all these crazed fans, and I was thinking the only two events that I would have any interest going to would be the Masters. Would, would be like my number one thing. And then I would always go to, as much as I don't like the Red Sox, there's nothing like going to a Sox game in the middle of summer and going over to Boston Beer Works, getting oh, a Fenway yeah. Frank. I love going to Sox but games. Best. Especially even in a rivalry if, yeah. against your favorite team, the New York Yankees. There's nothing better. Even, 
Even Dad. the Super Bowl. Wouldn't you rather watch the Super Bowl on TV? The Super Bowl is way different when it comes to baseball being at Fenway Park, especially in the heated rivalry. That's the best way to enjoy baseball. But when it comes to the Super Bowl, I just want to be indoors in the comfort of my own living room, maybe some friends, beer, food. It's sort of like a holiday vibe. I've always like in my mind, when I think of the Super Bowl, I have memories that are right on par with like Christmas Eve, Thanksgiving, like it, yeah. it always felt like a holiday to me. You know, there's family everywhere. There's food. It's it's that kind of a vibe. Jedi. Oh, Jedi. I see we lost you. We were talking about events that you'd actually want to go to. Were there any bands or <laughs> sporting events that you'd want to go to? Things that aren't Travis Scott. No, I'm not really into concerts because I don't like the crowds like that. And so I would not go to a concert, especially with Travis Scott. The one thing that we didn't bring up yet that adds a whole nother thing to it is the injections, how people said that people were injected with things. So many crazy fucked up things happened at this show and it's still under investigation and more facts continue to leak out. And that's one of the more disturbing things that have kind of emerged from the discoveries that are being made from looking at footage and from listening to survivors and bystanders is that not only were people getting crushed as a result of the chaos that had ensued from just lack of crowd control, but apparently there were malicious assholes running around with syringes jabbing people in the neck and in the arm and in like dextering people yeah because they said a lot of people had cardiac arrest did it have to do with the injections or just the shock well one of the things i think that travis scott's defense team is going to try to um, suggest to get him off the hook a little bit is that a lot of the injuries were exacerbated by the drug use that was going on in the show. So for the autopsies of the victims, definitely not the nine-year-old victim that unfortunately yeah. had just uh, surfaced, but for some of the others, they will point to the toxicology reports. And it's such a fucking stretch, but they'll say, you know, these people were on fentanyl or they were doing something or another. And, and, and that weakened, not their immune system, but, you know, weakened, weakened their, their physical ability to withstand trauma. But yeah, was was somebody going around jabbing people with needles to to murder them with fentanyl? Possible. It was just a cacophony of asshole behavior. I mean, everybody, yeah. even you could see clips. There were uh, fans that were trying to stop the show. They were yelling, stop the show, stop the show. You had like thousands of people in unison. There's no way you couldn't have heard it. Stop the show. And it's not just Travis Scott. It's his whole fucking crew that people were trying to get up to the, to his uh, bodyguards and his crew members to get their attention. And they were being pushed away. Like get the fuck away from me. You don't uh, matter. I, yeah. I was doing some research and they said that Oasis Remember, you know, the band Oasis. Yeah. They said they have like the best setup. They have a crew that handles anything, anything that goes wrong. They stop the show and they yell out, we need you to go here or back up. And they have like a whole setup. So nothing bad will happen. That would be kind of weird to, to get into a mosh pit in the middle of Wonderwall, wouldn't it? Yeah. Black beneath the word is on the street that the yeah. wham, smash. Yeah, man. He's going to say fi- uh, Wonderwall. Champagne supernova. Oh, champagne supernova. Kick me in the face. Well, I also read that he um, also liked um, a WWF vibe at his shows. That's that's his thing, that he wanted to be a professional wrestler. So he always I knew Vince McMahon was behind this. Yeah. Well, it was like that guy he was having jump off the top of the steel cage. The guy that got paralyzed. The guy that he had jump off the balcony. So... For anybody that thinks, oh, wh- what's he supposed to do? He can't do anything about it. People do stupid things at concerts, and sometimes people get hurt. It's not his fault. Nothing he could have done. Wrong. You are on your bully pulpit up there. You are in control of the crowd. They're reacting to your every note, your every move, your every word. 100% you could de-escalate that situation. Joe, play the clip of Linkin Park. Linkin Park, we all know, that's that's a semi-heavy kind of a funk metal band where people get into mosh pits, push people around, get get crazy, and, and things can happen there. Here's a clip of, of what you're supposed to do when you see somebody fall down in a mosh pit. Hey, yo, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Yo. We got a little problem Pick up here. Up. Pick them up right Everybody now. Everybody up. Sorry, you guys. We got to look out for safety first, for real. 
Nobody gets hurt. That's hey, number one. Hey, we'll play this shit, the whole shit again if you guys get up, if you guys are all right. Okay, watch yourselves. Hey, yo, man. We know we've been stressing all night about being cool. And this is the reason why. Let's go over it one more time. When someone falls, what do you do? When someone falls, what do you do? That's right, people. All right, are we ready to do this one more time? We'll do it again. The whole thing. And then that's it. You just start the show yeah. over. Everybody's got to reset. You kind of remind, hey, these are human beings that you guys are. We're human beings. We're all just trying to have a good time. Let's not kill each other. Joe, play the clip of what you fucking don't ever, ever, ever do from 2015's uh, Lollapalooza. Uh, one of the first clips that we have of Travis Scott trying to incite a riot. Uh, nobody died this time. But here's what Travis Scott has been up to going back to 2015. He's a real one. That's a real one. Now, in this clip, there are people pushing past security, and he is telling them to continue doing so. More, more, more. Everybody that you see, grab him. Everybody that you see, grab him. He got you. They're not going to stop you. Let's go. They're not going to stop you. Let's go. Come on. Come on up. They're not going to stop you. Don't you handle them like that. Everybody in the green shirt, get the fuck back. Everyone in a green shirt is security. And now you see the fans reacting. And they're pushing past security. They're trampling over security. We want rage. He wants rage. That's what he wants. He doesn't want any was, civil uh, yeah. obedience. He doesn't want any order. He wants security to be laid out on the fucking ground and people to be trampled on. Mm. There was a woman laid unconscious at the end of that clip also. Mm. I assume she didn't die, but you would have heard about it. But this is what yeah. he wants, and this is what he got. There were 2,000 pairs of shoes left behind from people just losing their shoes or falling off. Isn't that insane? Yeah, because there's nowhere to move. So if you're going to extricate human beings from those situations sometimes their their pants or their shoes or whatever will just have to stay kind of locked in the fracas and yeah. you can't joe um do you want to play that clip from the um the uh, and actually check out the isaac uh wise hop podcast they did a three-part episode in astroworld it was great this is a little clip from there there was no room for mosh pits there was no room to breathe we couldn't even breathe we didn't even have enough room to, like i'm sore like like this hurts to take a deep breath today like we couldn't even breathe in there because everyone's bodies were s literally suffocating us suffocating us so bad that people were bleeding out of their mouths and their nose people were screaming bloody murder literally begging for help from anybody there's nothing that anybody could do the floors were covered in bodies you're doing your very best we're, we're fighting for our fucking lives we're doing our very best to stay up you couldn't even put your foot on the ground you're stepping over other people you're stepping over other people's shoes just trying to fucking breathe i'm surrounded by unconscious bodies i don't even know if these people were alive there's there's just people all around you with their eyes rolled in the back of their heads just being moved with the crowds there was nowhere we could go we we're trying to push back we we're trying to push back to get out and we're just getting pushed forward. We're just getting pushed deeper into the crowd. There's sinkholes of people in the crowds all around me. Like, if I would have, if I would have hit the floor, I would have never gotten up. You can see like adults holding their children up, like trying to get them to safety. There's kids like pissing and shitting themselves for as a trauma response. Like, imagine going to your first concert and like you. This is how you think like concerts are. Like. It took us 30 minutes to get out of the crowd and we were in the back. As we finally, As we finally get out, you know. just see people running out, bawling, lips blue. There's people, they're, they're dragging dead bodies out of the crowd. Dead bodies. And Travis knew. Travis had a bird's eye view on everybody and could see everything. He was asked multiple times to stop and his responses are, you know what you were here for, something like that, and let's rage.
You know what you're here for. That that yeah. what she just said there has been confirmed by countless sources. You know you knew what you were getting into when you came here is the vibe. That's the general feel that that he's putting out there. You knew what you were getting into. This is what happens. Let's rage. Right. And if you were Travis Scott or something, when this the first thing happened in 2015 or 2017, wouldn't you make a major change, not make things worse? Yeah, but these things didn't happen at his shows. These are things that he made happen at his shows. He orchestrated those things in 2015 and 2017, just like he orchestrated the chaos here. Did he want people to die? Maybe not. Did he give a shit that people died? Well, you be the judge. What did he do right after the show? He issued an apology. You have to hear it for yourself. It didn't say sorry. It's it's the most insincere apology you're ever going to see. He's rubbing his face and pretending like he's sad or something like that. But do you know what he did? Do you know where he recorded that? From Dave and Buster's. He was at Dave and Buster's playing fucking video games, hanging out with his friends and enjoying... The madness yeah. that he created at the Astro World concert, where now ten people have been confirmed yeah. dead. Prayers to the to the ones that was lost last night. We're actually working right now to identify the families, so we can help assist them through this tough time. You know, my fans, my fans, like my fans, really mean the world to me, and I always just really want to leave them with a positive experience. And any time I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I, you know, I just stop the show and, you know, help them get the help they need, you know. Um, I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. Uh, we've been working closely. Uh, we've been working closely with everyone to just try to get to the bottom of this. The city of Houston, HPD, fire department, you know, everyone to, you know, help us help us figure this out so if you if you have any information um you know please just contact your local authorities um everybody continue to just keep your prayers i mean i'm i'm honestly just devastated and i could never imagine anything like this just happening I can't even hold it together. It's such bullshit. It's such a response to somebody in his crew explaining to him that maybe this is not going to go down like the previous incidents. Maybe you should try to get out in front of this and pretend to give a fuck about human life because a lot of people died at your show, Travis. You might want to let people know that you're not a monster or do your best to salvage some semblance of humanity here. Well, at least he was rubbing his head a lot there. Yeah, I, I got to hand it to him. He rubbed the <laughs> shit out of his face. If yeah. I ever accidentally kill 10, well, not accidentally, if I ever if I ever encourage 10 people to get crushed, I'm going to rub yeah. my face. We're, I'm saying it right now. Yeah, we're we're pretty big guys. We're like we're over six feet and stuff. Could you imagine if Jedi was in the middle of walk like you couldn't put your feet against the ground and Jedi, isn't that horrifying to listen to? I've been in a mosh pit before, but yes, oh, it is yeah. horrifying. <laughs> what concert? I want to know Jimmy what Buffett. Jedi. <laughs> were you were you at the Oasis concert? Today is gonna be the day that the fire. <laughs> I'm jumping. <laughs> By now, you heard it. I can't believe that was an example. Do you guys even Oasis like show. rap? Do you like his music? Do, do you do you think maybe the music itself de-escalates violence? The fact that so, you're falling asleep maybe prevents people from pushing each well, other? Because we're going to do that Tupac and Biggie episode, and I was thinking if McCamey Manor ever had... By the way, we apologize for last week's episode. If McCamey Manor. Manor had like had a room and you had to listen to music and go out of your mind, my worst would be rap. But you guys kind of like rap, don't you? Well, Pac and oh, Biggie. Oh, yeah, I love rap. Two of the pioneers of of hip-hop and this is this is like right in the sweet spot of like our music you know they were the they were the pinnacle of hip-hop in the early 1990s and i mean just total pioneers and trendsetters that have set the tone for decades to come and crazy story there i want to i really want to tackle that one in in detail because those two guys they clearly got mixed up with some people that they probably shouldn't have and transcended their music and they ended up getting clipped pretty close to each other, not even a year apart. 
Yeah. Oh, and I'm looking at my notes here. I, there's one thing I didn't say. One of the songs that Travis Scott had was Escape Plan, and it was kind of like no one there had any chance to escape. You know, there's a bunch of, uh, yeah, no. So there are a lot of lyrics to his songs that I guess lend itself to, to violence. And there's one where he says um, uh, in Stargazing, it ain't no mosh pit if there ain't no injuries. That, right. That's just, this is just what he likes. He just, he likes. And all those likes. fans, yeah, all his fans know the lyrics and they're in the mosh pit. You know what I mean? It's like the, he's wiring them. And who are these fucking people bringing nine-year-old kids to the yeah. Travis? I mean, you know by now, I mean, I'll say, you know, to his point, you knew what you were getting when you came. You knew it was going to be crazy. What are you doing bringing a nine-year-old kid? I don't want a parent shame in light of a kid dying at a show, but come on now. I mean, you couldn't get a babysitter? For the for the crazy mosh pit show that you were gonna go to, you couldn't you couldn't find somewhere to stash your nine year old child in the event that maybe this gets out of control, he gets hurt. I know my eight year old, maybe a Katy Perry concert. You know, those get out of control as well. There's there's a lot at a Katy Perry concert. I I can't speak from experience, but I I know that Jedi is a big Katy Perry fan. No, I am not. Thank you very much. You're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I would have thought that was like right, right in your wheelhouse. Um, the, the, the bottom line here is he knew. He knew and he yeah. ignored the signs. Um, Joe, play that clip ignoring the signs that, that I had I had queued up just, just to emphasize that he knew what was happening and pushed past all the stop signs and allowed this to happen. Three, ignoring the signs. So my question is that after witnessing all of this chaos and seeing an ambulance drive through the crowd of his festival, all of those people were there to see him perform. So in a few words, Travis could have easily controlled that entire crowd and calmed things down. He even stopped the show a few times, noticing when someone had passed out, but I just don't get how you can see that happen and then go on to tell people who want the show to stop that quote, you know why you came here. He then told the crowd that he wanted them to make the ground shake, which must have just been the most terrifying thing in the world if you've been knocked down on the ground and you can't get back up. There were also so many horrible videos of people being carried out of the crowd and meanwhile Travis is just doing the robot up on a platform like nothing. Yeah, he's doing the robot. You gotta see, you have to see this clip. First of all, if you want to get more information about the Travis Scott situation in the Astro World incident, you will have no shortage of clips and takes on this. I mean, it, it's all over the internet, but this clip of him, while there are fans dead, I mean, you know, now in hindsight, those fans were actually dead uh, that were lying on the ground receiving um, CPR from paramedics who were just moving on to the next guy to the next guy because they weren't getting a pulse. They were getting no response. And there's an ambulance trying to get through to, to pick up these bodies. And you just see Travis Scott like he's on a um, uh, w w what are those things like a like, not like a crane, but that thing that like hoists you up like you're going to do work on an electric pole or scaffolding. Something yeah, he's up on a scaffold, exactly, doing the fucking robot. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fucking madness. The guy's doing the, he's like, intergalactic, planetary, planetary, intergalactic, and the people are fucking dying all around him. It's Damn. impossible that he couldn't have known and didn't see. He's just reveling in it. You can see that yeah. he's enjoying himself. Look at what I, look what I've created. Yeah, there's. There's the uh, the image that we're seeing up on our screen right now. You get, just go ahead and search that on the internet. You'll find that no problem. He's up on a scaffold, doing dances, doing the fucking robot, having a gay old time, while there are literally lifeless bodies in front of the scaffold and an ambulance fighting to get through the fracas to try to pick these bodies up and salvage whatever can be salvaged from an already out-of-control situation yeah. That, yeah. that he promoted. And again, I just can't get over that this happened like again and again and again. And then he still is like saying, make the ground shake. It's like, wait a minute. Some guy's paralyzed. God knows what else happened at other shows. And you're still acting like an idiot. It's partially our fault as a society because we give license to these these celebrities to feel elevated and feel entitled and like they're they're uh, allowed to to use people as a prop to 
you know, promote his shows and just, you can just throw people to the wolves and let them get trampled. And, you know, it's, it's all entertainment. Doesn't matter. Uh, these people don't matter. Fuck them. Did they die? I don't know. Let's yeah. go to Dave and Buster's. Who cares? They'll keep downloading my songs. They'll keep giving me uh, promotions and contracts and I'll keep, you know, pushing Fortnite or wherever the fuck else he's making money from. And uh, yeah. he's, he's not going to go broke. He knows it. Um, we've got to, we've got to hold him accountable. We've got to make an example here and, and send the message that this is not okay. We're not going to tolerate this. That's my take. So who do you guys think is more at fault? Uh, Travis Scott or Alec Baldwin? If you had to pick one, <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> You're I'm serious. serious. Oh my god! Alec yeah. Baldwin didn't know there was a loaded gun. Oh what do you goodness. mean? There's, there's no comparison. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, I mean, I don't. You know, other than literally pulling the trigger and killing the person, there's um, no intent. No, I know there was no intent, but I mean, he literally did shoot somebody dead. So you got to tip the scale a little that way for a second. 11 people and he's at Dave and Buster's. I don't know. Yeah, I would say <laughs> definitely. Uh, but don't you think, price. don't you think Alec Baldwin will pay a bigger price? I don't think Travis Scott, anything will happen to him. Oh, I disagree with that heavily. I mean, it, the, the lawsuits are mounting by the minute. The the lawsuits are mounting uh, bigger than uh, than than cryptocurrency is uh, raging out of control. I mean, they're, they're mounting. I hope you're right. I make a cryptocurrency uh, reference every show now. I'm kind of. I'm kind of in the thick of that. And that's going to end up being a conspiracy also, because that's going to be a bottomless pit of, of, uh, of, of the tail wagging the dog, but we'll, we'll get into that another day, but no, oh, no he's not getting yeah. off. He's not getting off at all. No way. He's, Joe, he's definitely going to be paying yeah, heavy. I don't know. Heavy I hope you're right. Okay, not a couple of years ago. I don't know if you remember, but they arrested Willie Nelson in Texas for weed. They arrested Snoop Dogg. They like to arrest people that are of the, um, of that persuasion, people in that in that yeah. world. So I feel like uh, Travis Scott's probably in trouble. Definitely huh. from a civil perspective. From a civil angle, he's going to lose a shit ton of money. Uh, upwards of a billion dollars when it's all said and done between him, the venue, the promoters, the other artists that were on the bill. There's a lot of, lot of money to be lost. And I'd love to see him brought up on criminal charges because there's a ton of evidence that can support that he knowingly um, created this whatever you yeah. want to call it, this unsafe situation, this uh, mass, ca mass casualty event, they call it. There's I, like I, 17 I, I, lawsuits against him right now, right? And counting? Yeah. There's, there's almost as many. It's, it's racking up almost as many as uh, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Watson is another shitbag. So to go scenario, into another, he's not crushing yeah. anyone, at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go into another one of those wacky conspiracies joe so let's take a look at some of their instagram followers we'll we'll start off with the two guys and then we'll throw in the girl at the end i'm trying to remember i had travis scott i feel the other one was that i gave you eminem and kylie jenner oh yeah so let's throw up their uh little graphics here this is just how much people worship everyone so eminem has 32.8 million instagram followers yeah well Kylie Jenner, 281 million. She's like in the top three. Stop it. So, all right, let's yeah. just let's let's stop stop the presses right there because um, contrary to what Donald Trump thinks, billions and billions of people don't live in the United States. It's only about 350 million yeah. or so. So that's yeah. every adult. Every adult. Well, no, I mean, it's other. It's not just the U.S. No, so I know it's seven not the billion. US. Yeah. It's mostly the U.S. And that's 281 yeah. million. You're controlling the amount of power that you have with that many followers is astounding. Yeah. Right. So, Joe, what's the third one I gave you? Was it Travis Scott? So 44 million, basically, followers. And we've, we've never heard of them. So one of the conspiracies are that they're basically the closest things we have to the modern day gods. These rappers, people just worship them. Basically, they're elites and they can make things happen. Who's saying that they can't control these blood sacrifices? Like when I mentioned that we're going to do an episode on Chichen Itza, I think <laughs> they said that they would I'm, do. I'm, I'm naming my next child Chichenista. <laughs> they would do these blood sacrifices and they would do them at festivals. And this was a festival and it was basically a blood sacrifice. So people are saying. Who's saying that they can't control this stuff? Maybe there's someone doing this stuff for the rappers. Just one of those wacky conspiracies. And we can't see most of the conspiracies now because all the TikToks have been taken down. 
That's interesting. When this first broke, I said, you know, there are conspiracy angles around this thing. We need to cover this on the pod. And I sent Todd a clip from TikTok that kind of outlined all that stuff that we talked about anyway. You can see articles. They TikTok and, and all of the other social media platforms, they all made an effort to take down all of the conspiracy laden posts referencing the hellmouth, the spiral into hell imagery about the eight flames, the dove on fire, all that stuff, what all the parallels are in Greek mythology and all that stuff. So yeah, it was interesting that, you know, it was up and then it was taken down so quickly. So we, we had to do a little bit of digging. I don't, I don't even think yeah. I, we have all of the pieces of the no. conspiracy puzzle. No, we don't. Why do you Jedi, think that happened though? Like, does he have that much pull to take all his bad press down i mean that's interesting to me i don't think it's travis scott i just think that in the wake of so much disinformation and so many of these social media platforms starting to be held accountable for promoting some of the reactions from bad information i think that they just don't want to they want to be able to say hey look at we made every effort to take this stuff down we're not promoting any ideas about satanic rituals or anything it's interesting that there's like a parallel to, you know, remember like the early 80s, the satanic panic, like yeah. Ozzy Osbourne and yeah. like all like the 80s metal bands and all the parents were saying rock and metal music was devil worship music and that the kids are trying to promote satanic rituals. It, it's the same kind of stuff, but but not. But you don't yeah, think Jedi, Chris I... Jenner has anything to do with that, you know, since he's dating her daughter? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It could be the next. I'm just laughing. Next if Chris Jenner has any type of pull, to something wrong. Right now. <laughs> well, Chris exactly. Jenner did get OJ off. But look how look Whoa. how she made all of her daughters billionaires or millionaires. I, I know mean, she has I'm some kind of pull. I contacted Dave Weiss to get his input, and it's pretty interesting what he thinks about this Travis Scott incident. You'll see. He's ironing it out right now. He needs to make sure that all the circumstantial evidence lines up. He's creating his PowerPoint presentations that he'll have ready anytime <laughs> set. Somebody says a certain word. If you ask him anything, he'll have a PowerPoint ready to go. He's working on it. He will be a subject yeah. matter expert on this conspiracy and many others for many years to come. Oh, God. I, here, here I believe come, that. Here come the comments. <laughs> and the thing about the people in the comments, I mean, I read all the comments. Scare We're not going to agree. We're not going to agree on everything with everyone. I'm just wondering when we have Bigfoot on, are the Bigfoot people going to show up in the comments yelling at us? I, I feel or like just the flatter presence is a much tamer. I think that's I think yeah. that's a much more uh, enjoyable bunch. I feel like there are too many parallels between the flat Earth people and QAnon and and all of the other wacky cults that exist out there. Joe, you're the one that put me onto that. You had seen that there are linkages between the flat Earth people and QAnon, right? I mean, Dave Weiss is essentially a, a, a it's an overlapping circle. Yeah, yeah, he's well, he's a guru in that circle. It even overlaps oh, you're with me this. Trouble when you poke Dave Weiss, is what yeah. I'm saying. QAnon even overlaps with this, with the Travis Scott thing, with some of the It things. does? Oh, yeah, like some of the wacky conspiracies. I feel like QAnon pokes its head in almost everything now. I People, think yeah. of the, the satanic stuff, right, Todd? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah totally. The demonic yeah. things. Yeah, totally. Yeah, all that stuff. QAnon is like uh, sucralose. It's just in every single thing now. We have a dash of QAnon in, in all of our culture. QAnon has to make yeah. its mark on and everything, even Congress, QAnon, heavy presence. Yeah, and, I, and we'll have to talk about getting, if we're going to do the QAnon episode with Gabby, we'll talk about that at some point. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's a powder keg of, of content. I just, <laughs> I saw what Dave Weiss's followers wanted to do to me for just suggesting the shape of the earth is not flat. <laughs> I can't imagine what might happen if I maybe make suggestions to the contrary of, oh, I don't know. What are some of the things QAnon believes that all the Democrats are part of a, a pedophilic society of lizards or something crazy like that? Um, but the thing I, about it, the flat earth people, poke, and I know you guys are going to throw me the fucking wolves and I'll be the one running my mouth while you guys no, sit back. We had, oh, we yeah, had our yeah, own flat earth prior to, I, we had episode one and you wanted oh, to come on episode yeah. two, right, Todd? And were you pushing, <laughs> oh, yeah. were you pushing back on him in episode one? Because I didn't hear a lot of that, Jenna. <laughs> were, you, were you disagreeing with Dave Weiss? I, I, know, but you know I what? said I was coming on as a student to learn. I wanted to hear what yeah. he had to say. Our oh, first Dave Weiss episode <laughs> is up. 
we got your little face blocked out. Seamus, I was there, and I can confirm that we were all open-minded to Dave Weiss the first time, so much so that he didn't suggest any of us were the stupidest, most indoctrinated <laughs> person he'd ever met. Just want to lay that out there. We were willing to take in the info, not confrontational. And I suggested to Todd that if somebody were to push back and call him what he is, which is a um, a puppeteer of the unwittingly mind-numbed followers, the dregs of society, the bus stop dwellers of the world, the social misfits, master of puppets. That's what he is. Now, if somebody were to nice. call him out, <laughs> yeah. if somebody were to call him out for what he is, wouldn't that be better radio? That's that's what but I, I that's what I think of Todd. I do have to admit that was episode three. We were just getting our feet wet and he came on and he just like steamrolled. We didn't even know what we had coming to us, Joe. Oh yeah. You, you got yeah. You got to push right back on him. Seamus understand too. We, he wanted to do zoom. We always do StreamYard. We agreed to do zoom. We, okay. No big deal. He said he would record it and send it to me when it was done for editing. And obviously you guys have seen it now twice. Seamus only the once, right. but you look a PowerPoint presentation. You're like, well, what about the? He's like, ah, right, instantly, like, <laughs> right oh, your thing's out, well, dude. These guys. What about were a three, clip? Oh, hold on. Okay. They were three episodes in. They were still kind of trying to get their chops down, and this yeah. guy's literally everything they brought up. PowerPoint presentation behind him. He didn't have a yeah. chance. No, I know. Yeah. He's he's got it. He's got that thing on auto fire. As soon as you say like lunar, he's like boom, lunar eclipse. Here How it does comes. he yeah. do that? Like, what is that uh, button? I want to know what that button he's pressing yeah. is. I feel How like does he's he got make a the lot. right thing come up. I think he. Has I think he does like. I think he does like fifteen podcasts a week. He goes on shows like I asked him to come on. He sends me this like the schedule and you pick a date it's, it's insane. <laughs> so that's his spiel. Then that's his money maker. That and the yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is his identity. He is the champion of conspiracy theories. Uh, he I'm is telling you, Seamus. One of these days, I'm gonna go pick you up, and I'm not gonna tell you where we're going. And it's I'm no. gonna have met someone on the uh, Flat Earth app Friend Finder, and we're gonna go have a couple <laughs> beers with one of them. I'll jump out of a moving vehicle. <laughs> what happened to like... Brian King? The, I'll have a better chance of surviving. Oh God, I, I don't know. All right, so anything else we want to add? Travis Scott, you wanted hell. Well, now you can go to hell. How do you like that? Go to hell, Travis Scott. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's about it. Jedi, you get a... Hi, Morks. The end is here. Here we are at the end of the show. What's your take? Was it a conspiracy or was it just controversial? I agree the end is here. I think yeah. there are signs pointing to the end being here all over <laughs> yeah. the place. From the willingness of millions to believe the earth is flat to the willingness of thousands to trample <laughs> nine-year-old children in the in the pursuit of being closer to a human piece of shit. I think we are very close to the end. Well, till next time, to Conspiracies and Beyond. Peace!